Welcome to the RPG Podcast. And we are live. Oh, God, Pat! Presented by Sheep. A Time Wheel Production. Just made it in time. What's up, everyone? Thank you for joining me on another episode of the Robert Patton Global Podcast. I'm here with a very special guest, one of my very good friends, um, Stephen Sumati, Stephen Wiley. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing good, sir. How are you? <sighs> Excellent. I've been looking forward to this for a little while. You were uh, a little sick or something. I got sick, guys. It wasn't COVID, luckily. Um, like a stomach bug but that yeah. was no fun you know it's always nice coming out of the sickness you were reminded of just how good life can be for the most simple things like getting up and you're breathing easy you feel energized you feel excited about the day so it's sort of been like that you know after being forced to lay down for so long i feel like i'm coming out of that shell again so that's a beautiful experience already yeah, when you're sick, like it forces you to rest, and that, and then you build up that energy, and then when you come back out to the world, you're ready to explode. Sometimes, you love to work out so much, and you're right. like such a hype man and our good energy. I would just never want anything to take that away from us, that right, energy. Right. So, I don't yeah, know, but you're like a strong dude. Yeah, like I, I'm pretty grounded. You know what I mean. Um, I'm going to just definitely like talk about, you know, what, what sheath underwear has been doing lately. Um, we just continue to get more and more, uh, five-star reviews from our customers. I work with in customer service and marketing. So a lot of the times we're plotting on stuff, but I love like for today example, this guy called in and he had a house fire, literally lost everything, you know? No. And he said, can I please just get the sheath replaced that I had? And I blew me away. It blew me the fuck away. I'm like, this guy literally is calling in. He just wanted his six pairs of 3.21 boxer briefs. And I definitely made it for him. Thank had, you. Yeah, we had a yeah. quick little chat. So it's like doing doing stuff like that, you know, that immediately like blew away my, oh, I was get, I had the sniffles and I felt bad and I had to stay in bed. You know, he lost everything. You know what I mean? He didn't go into further detail but he said it was a total loss so there's just again the fact that he's calling in just to get some literal comfort and like a positive you know jolt like i'm gonna go talk to the sheath people because like they want to help out you know the culture's good so i think things are just continuing to pick up we're having more and more designs you're wearing the infinity presence sheath underwear bamboo t-shirt meditate right. lift weight celebrate that's right Love baby it. i do that's it every day Absolutely. I mean, and that's, I want to just re-emphasize the, since you've came onto the team, which you were always there from like day one, like literally, like, or not, well, whatever, way back in the day. The, and then the shop, all we, all we got to say is the Tony shop. Yeah, the there you go. <laughs> exactly. Back at the, where we were literally sewing the samples together post Iraq, the second, you know, like 2.0 and everything, the relaunch. But, um, you know, when you came on, I guess it's been about a year and a half now or so, a couple of Novembers yeah, ago. It'll be, well, okay, I guess it'll be, I remember, let's see, so November 2019, things were picking it? up, and then it was May 
of 2020 mm. that I finally I was doing full time. I started answering calls. I was doing okay, more so it's been like a year. Yeah, it's been over a year and a half. Yeah, so. Whoa. Okay. I know. Yeah. I know. Right. I know. And uh, <laughs> I couldn't do math. I was like, Whoa. yeah, I forgot yeah. what part of the year we were in, but okay. So, but anyway, so since you've been on, um, just the energy you're bringing and uh, it is always like positive. We call you like the hype man and uh-huh. you get the, you always ask good questions and stuff and you're really bringing a lot of value to the sheets team. And even with this, you know, so, and I like to, um, like not confine you guys to just your, you know, customer service duties or whatever. And like, have you branch out into the things that you want to like express yourself with, whether it's whatever kind of art. And so you've been doing this for a while, this music, musical musician, like rap path. It's crazy. Yeah. It'll be four months that me and Matt, who's the creative director, Sheath, uh, we've been recording for four years on yeah. February 3rd, we finally just had gotten into the studio, recorded a freestyle over a beat that I liked. Um, and I really just started from there. And I think that, you know, feeding off like all the good energy of the team and knowing Matt so closely, um, we are just able to push out content that's authentic and just organic and we don't get hung up on it because we know we're doing it for fun. We're doing it for our creative expression and that's going to make us just better overall. You know what I mean? And I think a lot of the times people want things to be so perfect, like in anything, right. In podcasting, you're in the, you know, making music or you're an athlete and you're like, Oh my God, I, I didn't hit my hundred shots and my hundred free throws in a row. Yep. You know, I'm terrible. And I just knew going into making music, I was like, this is going to be the most fun thing, but also like literally the most uncomfortable thing in the sense that there's going to be people that will love it or hate it. So going into that, going in with that attitude um, has been a huge blessing, you know what I mean? Because I think people are really starting to see it now with these last two projects that I'm just doing my own sound. I'm not scared to get out there. Like I'm talking about positive stuff and I'm just staying in my lane. So to have Sheath as a sponsor, to be able to work with Matt, you know, having studio night once a week, it really keeps the practice going and it keeps us sharp, you know, just to put out whatever we're feeling at the time. Because there's sometimes, he's mentioned this before, it's like we might just feel, be feeling a little more serious and then other times we're going to make something insane like the song I'm 3 slash I'm 96 or I'm talking about being a three-year-old and then I flash forward in the future, I'm 96 and I'm grumpy, but there's like an element of fun and so uh, I'm just not going to stop. So I think this year is going to be huge as far as touring and just making more fans and uh, and, ha- and sharing that journey at the process. Yeah, we need to see you out on stage performing for the people, you know, lighting up the crowd and getting oh, yeah. fucking crunk. <clears throat> um, I, I like yes, it. Sir. The, the next, the video we're going to shoot. And I want to I want to uh, do a preview of the uh, Jungle, Jungle Patio. Patio. Okay. Yeah. But, you know, we're talking about Lilypad, which is going to be the next single video video drop, I think. One of the next couple. And mm-hmm. um, I feel like you could throw a party, but it's a video launch party. You know, we're going to shoot – well, not a video launch party, a video. Like, we're going to shoot a video, and you're going to perform, like, on at this bar with the fucking cowboy hat and the whole thing. <laughs> <gym. laughs> <laughs> 
And yeah, so give uh, some background. Lilypad is like my first country song, you know? Like I'm doing a country <laughs> voice. Yeah. So like I don't like to limit myself. I mean, a lot of it's been rap and stuff and like whatever style, you know, I'm feeling at the moment. But this one, we kind of found like that little country melody. Like, the hook is so hook. catchy. Yeah. And the lyrics, I mean, I cried when I was listening to it a couple of times because it's probably really high or something, but also it just struck me in this way where I was just like, we're so small. We're all on our own little islands floating in the abyss, you know, trying to figure our way in this world. Something. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I don't know. I mean, I remember I was in the backyard at Matt's house and we were about to do an ice bath and I don't know what the fuck was going on. I just said, I'm a little lily pad in the ocean, in the ocean, in the ocean. And I just kept saying it like 10, 11, 12 times. And Matt was just like, dude, you need to go write that down right now. Yeah. So I put it down and we jumped on it that that evening. But uh, yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of different interpretations, but we there's a lot of times when we're like, literally just floating out you know like an island you know we don't know where we're going exactly that's so, um, that lyric like i don't know where i'm going and i don't know if that's you or matt but man i fucking i say yes yeah, and i don't know where i'm going oh, and right, then and matt then comes, comes in, in. but where i'm going, going? But I'm go yeah oh uh, fire dude and that shit like you guys out there watching that, like are listening, you need to go check out Lilypad on iTunes or Spotify or SoundCloud, and and then it's gonna be video music. Yeah, release here, and then within the next thirty days, I would say maybe sixty at the most, probably less. Um, and we're gonna be dropping probably an album a, a month, not an album, <laughs> video. <laughs> I was we're like, dang, okay. I thought we were, thought we were pressure's on. Good pace, but. Yeah, no. No, and, and that's another thing is when you have that inspiration like you did, like you just mentioned, you know, I've had that while I'm playing the piano or just this weird like melody hook kind of rhythm of whatever that sound is. It's like it's you got to trap it because it slips away and then, it, you know, if you can no, just trap the hook. Write it down. No, mm -hmm. yeah, you got to write this shit down or feel or experience whatever you're going through and like, know why you're doing it you know i think uh why are you doing it what do you mean why are you doing it well i'm doing it to, you know, literally serve myself like to have fun and have like faith and purpose in whatever i'm doing you know i could do music or i could you know go do something else but as long as i'm growing and whatever i'm doing and i'm conscious you know what i mean and i don't quit growing. Like, we just yeah. don't quit i mean we read so many good books uh as, for on the chief team we're ha we have required readings, so we've read, you know, As a Man Thinketh, Think and Grow Rich. Um, right now, we're reading what the science of of getting rich. The science of getting rich, right yeah. Now, and then I just bought uh, Waken the Giant Within by Tony Ooh. Robbins. So all of these different people, all these people, know that we have a fire inside, we have a gift inside, and we can tap into that energy, and do literally whatever we want to do ultimately at the end of the day it's like yeah. up to you to make those actions and not get lazy and complacent and just say oh you know i did i did some music projects so i'm gonna i'm just gonna chill out now you know that'll be enough but it's like we're always constantly growing so 
we got to document it with our creative processes. I know logic was like kind of whatever the story I heard of his breakthrough was he was just dropping shit like every day. Logic, the rapper. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I like him for sure. So it's, but it's about, you know, producing content. You don't want to put it out too much pressure on yourself. I like just doing when it, when you're inspired kind of, and if you're yeah. feeling it, then, uh, you know, like when I left San Antonio, a couple trips back, you were here, you were in the studio right there, probably freestyling. Yeah. And you did that little freestyle of me leaving El Jefe, El Jefe freestyle. I was yeah. literally laying down on the, on the bed in the studio. I said, I yeah. don't know why I want to try this. I was really high probably. Uh, <laughs> I just said, let me try literally laying back and Matt brought the mic over to me. <laughs> something we got something out of it you know no, that was fun that was you know you hit all the points and i mean for me the music touches m like me because like the ice baths the the breathing the the um saunas like the even the l-theanine you know like these the l-theanine is a herbal whatever uh pill for Neutral. waking up at yeah it's like a nootropic or whatever these things that we all do taking the sprinter up to you know the mountains on a mountain trip yeah. it's all like i see it real vividly because i live we live like this life where we're interconnected and the lyrics you're talking about are very, like like really hit home with me and i'm i hope that they do as well with other people because i really enjoy it i appreciate it and i and i really want i mean the reason we're executive producing this album and mm -hmm. what and, and future albums and music videos is because it's good. Like I'm not going to do it if it's bullshit. I'll be like, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you would tell me, you know, maybe like, change, change this part. Or you would just kind of steer me in the right way. But I like that you give us the freedom to create, you know, we show it to you and that's cool having you as the executive producer, you know, getting the real time feedback. So it's a huge blessing. Um, I'm just, we're just going to keep it going. You know what yeah. I mean? We're having fun. And that's not, like, yeah. I want to do, like, we're doing podcasts. We're doing music. I want to do, when the next time I come into town, I want to do another little movie bit like we did from the Ocean's Eleven. Oh, hell skit. yeah. Let's go. You know, like, let's we go. should be, every time we get together, you know, we need to be knocking out some, some new good content for, and it, cause it's so fun. I don't know. I just like it. Definitely. Yeah. I think what's going to help me is doing the 75 hard. Oh, shit. For the third time. Andy Frisella, the MF CEO. He's, he's, you, do you listen to him or how do you, how, what reminded you of that? Well, okay. So my girlfriend, Selena, is part of a workout group. Um, it's veteran based. Mm -hmm. A lot of the people are veterans. It's like veterans and their um, husbands or wives. And she's been wanting to really step things up. And I'm like, wow, she really picked the most intense thing to really get the gears going and, and making positive change. Um, so at the time when I, the first two that I did, you had to do the 45 minute workout outdoor, 45 minute indoor. That's still the same, but they're only giving you a three to four hour window to knock out those two workouts. So it's basically going to force me to get up early and get after it. It's still 10 pages of nonfiction, uh, drink a gallon of water um no cheat meals no alcohol 
and then take a progress picture every single day. So I think there's going to be some huge benefits to feeling cleaner without drinking and tapping into the things that are important, you know? Yeah. And I know you're meditating. We're doing between us and, and Matt, uh, we're doing, uh, you know, 111 days of 11 min minutes of meditating for $1,111. <laughs> I think that's actually going to fall super close on my birthday. Oddly enough, I haven't tracked it, but it's, I was doing rough math and I'm like, Is that? yeah, so that, that'll be good. I think, uh, it just keeps you very sharp. You know, we're getting back to our yoga path because a lot of it has been weightlifting this year as well. You sponsored me as an aspiring bodybuilder you know i did men's physique through the national physique committee i did the rocks discount vitamins and minerals show of champions in austin texas august 21st i started a program january 3rd last year where i did the four months of bulking i got fat like literally I, i'm saying i got fat because i well, fucking got to 212 dude wow I got to fucking 212 bro i'm about six foot so 212, I was feeling beefy, man. I was getting tired after like three flights of stairs, which was not <laughs> cool because I, I'm used to running, you know, I, mm -hmm. I have a huge running background. We did the marathon years ago. Mm -hmm. So you know how I get with the running. I got to oh, do yeah. that, force myself to go out and run sometimes. But I knew going into it, okay, let's grow and actually just listen to what my coach is telling me. So I did the four months of bulking and then about, yeah, four months of the shredding to get ready. And oh my God, man, it, I, I don't have to go crazy into details, but it was truly a grind, man. It was very hard, but very satisfying. And I liked the actual journey part better than jumping on stage. Um, the tanning was, was a pain in the ass. My, <laughs> my tan, I, I'd be like backstage, my fucking tan kept leaking and they'd have to touch me up with all this goop and stuff. It was weird, man. That was my least favorite part of the entire thing but i got up there and i did my thing the team came out supported me i ended up getting last place and how I, did you and i cried i fucking you cried. cried no you remember it. i oh I was yeah like waiting and waiting we're ha we're in the, this is embarrassing as fuck but this is why we do podcasting to be honest we we're having our team meeting it was like a monday maybe <laughs> five or six weeks after the show and i thought we were gonna get the results of the week later and i'm like hyper i'm checking i'm refreshing <laughs> You know, I'm checking. Oh my God, what did I get? What did I get? And it was a huge lineup. I battled against like 23 other guys who have never stepped on stage for the True Novice division. True Novice is you've never competed. And men's physique, you're wearing board, sh board shorts. So it's less about the legs, but it's more about the upper body looking great proportionally. But anyway, so we're just right in the middle of the meeting. Oh, that's great. Let's start the week off. And I go, let me go check it for the 80th time, you know, in the past like two days. <laughs> <laughs> I go on the website. I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling. And it's like the school moment where you see the list is put out on the wall. You know, like in basketball, like the tryout. Oh, yeah. You're like scanning. I'm like, oh no. Oh fuck. I keep scrolling. And you just to see your name. The dead last. I I fucking grab my strong. I fucking I was leaking, dude, for like five minutes. Dead ass. This episode is brought to you in part by Element Kombucha. It's a new sponsor. We're very excited. They sent me a care package and I drank them all. I can't even show you. I could show you this empty bottle right here, but uh, it's uh, Element Kombucha. They have CBD uh, um, infusions. 
THC free, really tasty blends. You know, kombucha is good for the, the gut bio. So if you have been taking antibiotics, it's always good to take some probiotics. And Element Kombucha is sponsoring this show. They're supporting us. So we're asking you to support them. They actually have really good prices. It's like 10 15 bucks for a six or eight pack on their different options. They have variety packs, or you can just get the summer vibes blend, whatever you want. It's at elementkombucha.com. Promo code RPG11 will save you 11% on your purchase, and they'll know that we sent you, and we would appreciate the support. Last but not least, sheathunderwear.com the greatest underwear on the planet, the underwear of legends, the underwear that keeps your balls from sticking to your legs. That's right. This is the best underwear because it keeps your boys cool. Check out she'sunderwear.com. Back to the show. I was leaking, bro. It was like my heart <laughs> just sank down. You know what I'm saying? You're like trying to resort it. Like it's something. I'm this trying to tell everybody the team. I'm like, I got last. Well, I, I imagine. Like, oh shit! Yeah, you don't. We don't know what to say in that situation. <laughs> and then, but you, as you're looking at it, I imagine you must be like, like. This. I was like, no. I was like dumbfounded. I'm like, yeah. I looked at. I was like, this isn't I'm right. trying to not be like crazy but i'm like yo i'm, I'm like okay that, that guy i fucking got that guy right and you're like i fucking got this guy like leaving and everything like you just want to eat you just want to get a drink whatever towards the end you know walking back to the van all saying hi to my family all that work and i'm like telling myself you didn't get last bro that was it i was like you know you didn't get last so then <sighs> actually universe just says bitch you're getting last and so honestly it has been one of the can you still hear me yeah and I, I i mean i feel like it's better than getting second to last i mean you might as well if you're gonna get last go i mean you know no kick me yeah yeah go ahead throw and throw the get, dirt on my head you know because that punch in the gut will stimulate you probably for the rest of your life honestly oh my god dude i i became like a, like a maniac dude in the best way you know it was just like I didn't even skip a beat. I remember being like, "Oh, maybe you could take a week off after eight months of doing this shit." I said, "No, fuck that, dude." I went right back in, and the cool thing was, it's like it's inspiring other people, you know? Yeah. Because they'll be like, "How was your show in the gym?" You know, you'll chop it up with some people that you connect with. Maybe you're not super close with them. You might see them for small talk or like in the sauna, but to just be real, say, "Hey, I got last place, bro." but I'm not quitting. And they're like, holy shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I remember I told Eddie Ortiz, the boxer. Yeah. I was like, bro, I got last, but I'm, I'm so hungry now. And he said, bro, that tells a lot about the person that you want it, that you're aspiring to be. So, um, I love it. I'll be a champion in time. You know, I'm not going to take steroids. That was another kind of conflicting thing is obviously a lot of the guys are on steroids, mm -hmm. but I feel like even in these natural leagues, you can get away with shit. You know, you can be a little conniving and, yeah, because they you can't know. test you the whole time. Probably right, right, it's not right like before. they're taking you, like they're not giving you a test probably like random in that in that zone, you know, it's probably already out of your system. Exactly. So I, I'm just like not going to be bitter about it. I'm just going to have to work that much harder. So yes, again, it's it motivated me. And also it's it's been this interesting thing of transmuting that 
kind of like despair and like defeat into more creative work. So I'm going to have a new song coming out called Building Armor because that's what I feel like I'm continuing to do. I'm just building up my armor. I'm getting stronger. I'm getting more uh, adapt adaptive to whatever situation, whether it's a contest or being sick or dealing with uh, somebody saying no to a big deal, to a big proposition maybe. Point is, I'm never going to hang the hat up you know, and retire. It's just like... I love being challenged in the gym. I love lifting weights. I think it's one of the best things you can do. You don't have to be a crazy bodybuilder, but get in there and lift some fucking weight. You will thank yourself. You'll get clear in your head. You will build the foundation of your body. You know what I mean? So I got to thank the uh, the Iron Church. Well, thank, we thank you. I mean, again, like <clears throat> you like kind of motivated the team to start working out. Everyone's been posting on discord, you know, their weekly workout routines and showing like Matt was like, ah, you know, and, yeah. and, and, and people's bodies have they've been leaning up, you know, like Phil, for instance, you Phil's tell. doing great. Yeah. Yeah. And Phil's that's one of our designers and he's, he's designing, you know, his physique. It's fucking awesome. You know, it's mm -hmm. like, if you can apply that, to your work you can apply that to your body you know you can make it into art so that's another whole side of it that i like is like we're all tinkering and making this masterpiece you know that's going to take a long time but it's worth the effort it's and yeah it's it's awesome it's beautiful you're motivating everyone like the words you're using like transmuting that negative energy into positive and like that's the shit that the legends that the greats espouse when it comes to overcoming shit, like they didn't quit because they came in last, obviously. They kept, like Michael Jordan got cut from the fucking team. He was he became an animal, you know? He was like, you're gonna cut me, motherfucker? I'll show you how great I can be. And you'll, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. And it was probably the best thing that ever happened to him. And that happened to me when I was in high school. I got, or actually- You cried your ass off, right? Yeah. You well, like bawling, like when they cut. I when I actually when I made the team, I oh cried, you cried, cried. Okay, yeah, because I couldn't believe it. Like I actually made it because I got cut the first time, and I don't remember what happened. Like when I was in eighth grade, I was just like, okay, I, I know I was not happy, but um, then the next year I went to high school and we tried out for the freshman basketball team, and I made I made it by not quitting again. This was like a weird situation where they had us do tryouts and if you just didn't quit you made the team so they made the tryouts grueling you know oh, suicide no. drills and hours long just people puking in buckets and seeing who would stick with it so i actually made the team the b team i didn't even make the a team but because i didn't quit they let me stay on and i was on the b team and i didn't cry for that one but it was when i when the and, I, and it was just the sophomore team it's not like I made junior varsity or varsity. I made the fucking sophomore team. You're like, I'm still in this motherfucker. I, I made it. I, like, in that time, there were cuts. There were, like, legit cuts. And there was only 12 of us that made the team. And I made it. And, you know, that was a pivotal moment. Because I just, uh, I, th I think I was just, like, proud. Like, I don't know. I thought about my dad. And he would be proud of me or something. I'm not sure exactly what it was. But I didn't quit. And I made the team. Never made the JV. Never made the varsity. Because I ended up getting in trouble with the law yeah, bad boy. yeah i was having too much fun i was literally breaking into gyms to play basketball but that's a whole other 
I mean, there, it was more than than that. But that's it, it, we all. It started with good intentions. We were just trying to right play. Yeah, like another person that's a champion that got last multiple times was uh, Ronnie Coleman. You know, he wasn't always the eight-time Mister Olympia. He had years where he was coming in dead last against the other best guys on the planet. You know. And it's like you you see him in his championship form, and you're like, how is that even possible? It's like there's so there's steps to this shit, you know. It's yeah. Like he wasn't always squatting 800 pounds and all this other crazy stuff, but it's like you have to start somewhere. I mean, that's life, though. Yeah. Like I remember uh, cleaning toilets and delivering Chinese food, and that there's steps to life. I I you know you don't all start as the CEO of some company. You know, I was a grunt in the army. Um, you know, I worked at McDonald's. We all have, there's levels of life and, and people, I hope, I, I just want like, oh, yeah. people to know, like if you're in that zone right now where like you want to be whatever, something you're not currently, but wherever you are, you know, you got to be grateful for that because this is part of the journey and yeah. you might be dead last in your mind. Like I, you know, like, um, but it's like you, but like whenever you've done something significant, it always separates you again from the general population. When you're like, trying something I literally new. did not quit on something that could be really perceived as difficult. Yeah, that's a beautiful thing. Like you do it for yourself, you know, and you inspire other people. And it translates into other things. Like you, like Eddie said, you that you said, he said, was. It shows a lot about your character. You're not. It, that's it, that example would come up in another area where you know you might not have succeeded, but you you're going to keep trying, and that's all it is is keep trying at life, really. And most people are going to quit along the way. You know, like those other twenty three guys that, that they might never do another event again. You know, like, right, that's yeah. good enough. It's like I can't obsess about what these other people are gonna do. They had their experience, and some of the guys, it's it's crazy that I've seen. Um, I was sitting right next to this other guy. Um, he turned pro in classic physique. There's another guy who was in my class. The one he won first out of my group. Yeah. He's now pro. So it's like there, there's gonna be superstars. There's gonna be guys that just drop it, but. You know, just not. He keeps saying, "Don't quit, don't quit." Like there's a purpose, persistence. Yeah, there's a there's a reason for the madness. Um, I I just crave the the adventure of life. You know, I have a zest for life. I like being challenged, and I think failure and defeat is a great thing. Like I get inspired by David Goggins. Dude is fat as fuck, and made the transition to becoming a Navy SEAL. You know. Absolutely. Like literal zero to hero stereotype stuff. He just didn't stop. He was like, I'm going to bust my ass like every day and be great, you know? So, oh man. Yeah. I've been doing the Peloton every day. Today I did 45 minutes and it was this high intensity interval training and that shit fucking gets you pumping. I, I'm a huge advocate. And anytime you and I work out together, it's like I always, I, Having someone there with me to push me, that's better than me. You know, I always push to my limit. And like every time you and I work out, I'm like always like super sore forever <laughs> for like two weeks. So, uh, but I, but it's fun, you know, and, and I like, 
I'm like you in that sense, as as far as uh, liking to push myself or whatever. But I know myself enough to know that competition pushes me harder. Well, you you kicked my ass at Skankfest. If we want to tell them about that, we finally handled our uh, mm. our years long beef. You know, it's like yeah. Despite, despite our friendship, you know, we have a a little spice for each other. You know, a little, a little competitive. There's a little pepper. You know. There's a pepper well, on the plate, you know. It's been building up for a couple of years, and we were, <laughs> you know, we were at Skankfest, and like, there's been trash talking for years, okay. And if you guys may or may not have seen it, it's in social media around the web here and there. Guys, but like, search for it. Just look. Yeah. Just dive into every post, you'll see. And we're at Skankfest, and there's a ring there, and I don't remember what came over me, but I was just like, get, get Steven out here now, or whatever. Uh, I was like, it's time, you know, like, it's time. And uh, so we got in the ring. No, well, you walked around the corner, and I looked at you, and like, it was like, I was like, it's on. I yelled out Patton, and yes. like, there's actually people that Oh, like, that's right. Kind of like congregating, and they looked like, "Oh, what the fuck is going on?" Because they had just had boxing a few hours ago, right? That's right. Yeah, and like, yeah, like beating each other's ass like with gear on. So there was a crowd kind of just waiting for the next comedy show. So I think that's what it was. Is like this is the time. Let's do it in front of people. And I was just feeling froggy, and so I leapt, and and you came in the ring, and I, I, I mean, ultimately, you're being modest i think you ultimately won but i got a couple takedowns and i, I kind of feel like i did good enough considering yeah, I was scrambling dude i feel like a little yeah. worm you know yeah i was, was kind of trying to worm my way out but you were, weren't letting me have uh, any kind of wiggle party dude we'll have to see the the, well, I, I, I the review <laughs> the, the footage we can yeah. zoom in on the t- yeah, because I got you, but then you kept mounting me, and I was like, I don't know what happened. And then I was really sore that night. I remember that night in bed. For whatever reason, my shoulder was just like, I did not sleep that whole night. That was the last night in Houston. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, and I had to get on the plane the next day, and I remember I was like, fuck, man. Just some I weird was rub. For air, like after smoking blunts and joints and yeah. drinking beers and wine, yeah. to do three two minute rounds doesn't sound yeah. like anything. But I felt like I just ran like ten miles. That was uh, it, yeah. That's what, and that's the best thing about fighting and training is that exertion is like no other um, effort really, because you're so you're like it mim- mimic- uh, mimicking or imitating fighting for your life, sort of. You know. Yeah. yeah, that's how we do it. You know, that's why I like the simulation. You know, we'd still kind of punch each other in the head, but it's not like yeah. we're fucking trying to bloody right. bloody each other. And I think. We after our Vegas trip, getting to meet Brandon Moreno, the flyweight champion of the UFC, and seeing how hard they train and like the level they take it, we're definitely like pumped up. Okay, like we can. You when know. Brandon, when Brandon was punching you, and you were on the other side of the bag, you were holding the oh heavy, my. heavy bag. How hard these, is he? They're doing? literally super saiyan. Like these people are like modern day. Super Saiyans. Like, I'm holding this humongous bag, you know? Yeah, it's like a 200-pound bag. Yeah. And he's going, die, 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 die! Like, I'm getting blown back. And I'm like, bro, if one of these punches even clips me in the arm, I'm going to fly back, bro. I'm going to have, like, a gigantic bruise and be out of there, dude. And then Yasmin, uh, one of the female fighters, part of that training camp. Was it the – what's it called? The current – was it? 
Oh, uh, damn! I feel bad. I'm gonna. No, we got to get Dave on this. The the gym that we were at. The gym that we we're at. Oh my god! I, oh my uh, god! No, I, I gotta, know the I got the dude's name in my phone. Hold on, I, this is bad. That's fine. Let's look it up. Yeah, we if gotta you look can. Because they're they're gangsters. Mm-hmm. They were really nice to host us, and train. And I got to train with with his coach while the photo shoot was happening because I was all Vasquez. Yeah, Victor. Him, Hector. Hector. That's what I said. Hector. <laughs> Okay. Cobrin, Cobrin, uh, ha, Cobrin, ha. Yeah, see, there's no way I would remember that. Cobrin, ha, jujitsu. Yeah, these guys are absolute animals out there in Vegas. They, um, they're helping Brandon Moreno get ready for his rematch against Figueredo. 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 Yeah. There, it's a trilogy. Uh, the first one was a draw. The second one was Brandon Marino, and now we're gonna see. Hopefully, Brandon get his hand raised once again. He's such a good dude. You know, I got to hold the belt, and um, we're, we're like, I feel like we're manifesting the life that we dream about. You know, and we have people that are coming into our sphere that are embedded in those spheres, like of world champions. You know, and and we're right there with these guys that are right next to Joe, um, Joe Rogan, and and that's the top of the pinnacle of media, basically, mm-hmm. we're right there. So it's just, I mean, and he said our name, and we've we've been mentioned on his show, and the champion of the world wears us, and we have this positive team outlook, energy, growth persistence like you know even though we might be dead last as an underwear companies or whatever we're not quitting boom what yeah i think people that that know persistence know that sheath underwear um is based upon that foundation you know what i mean no matter what you do if you're persistent and you're hungry and you're wanting to get better the universe will allow those gifts to be given to you to level up um it's like it, it's a lot it, of woo woo stuff, right? The it is, work. it is. But like you know, to to capitalize on what you're saying, it's like it, it's going to test you, though. It's not going to give it to you. But once it realizes it being the universe, once it realizes that you're not going to quit, it says, "All right, let's give it to him." And the doors open, and the world. Well, imagine if Joe Rogan had seen Sheath maybe let's say five years ago. That just wasn't the right time. It wasn't. You we know, ready. and he's like, yeah. "This is whack." He could have done this is fucking shit. It was you know, actually. He's, yeah, well, yeah, like it's like compared well, to like five years ago. You were with ago. me. You were with me when we yeah. went to the Joe Rogan when I threw the underwear on the stage. He picked you it know? up. He goes, "Sheath, this could either be the stupidest thing ever or the great." What did he say? He said like this: the best thing ever, or like a billion dollar idea. He said a it's billion stu- dollar idea. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, "Thank you." <laughs> that happens. Like I had an exchange with Rogan about sheath underwear. You were there. We got it on audio. I haven't released it because I didn't want to overstep. Like you know, I could have used his voice. I literally have Joe Rogan's voice saying she could be a billion dollar idea if you edit it right. You know, yeah. cut out the stupidest idea part. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but I I don't know why I didn't do it. We never did it because I I out of respect I guess and I know I wasn't. Like, so, see, this I wasn't supposed to throw underwear on the stage. Like he's talked about that in, in his podcast, and 
like interrupting a comedian while they're performing is a taboo, but it was after the show ish, you know, it was after his set, but like, whatever, whatever. I think uh, he's like, this is bad marketing. Whoever came up <laughs> with this idea, like fire that person. <laughs> <laughs> then now it's like, he's like these motherfuckers probably. Yeah. Ari, yeah. Ari Shafir just fucking bringing up sheath again, you know, Michael yeah. Malice. It's like, these guys are pure savages. Like they're they're meant to stay. Like we're in the arena, and we're ready for combat. Like Coliseum, baby. Yeah, we're in the fucking uh, the metaverse Coliseum, dude. We're gonna be having <laughs> the battle. You're gonna take Lions. over this whole grid, this digital grid over here. This is gonna be the sheath universe. Me undies, they're gonna be way over this side. I was just like. What do you think about this whole metaverse stuff? I was going to ask you. I mean, are you are you into it? Do you think it's just kind of fucking bullshit? Like what? I mean, I've been telling my team, David, to like because it keeps getting brought up. I think we want to be early rather than late, and I think that it's going to be something. And I would like to buy some billboards potentially, some maybe some audio. If there's like radio stations, I'm not sure. I, I feel like okay, the whole metaverse thing is this where crypto will flourish? Because, like, obviously, we're not really – it's not fully on now. It's getting regulated. But, like, in this metaverse, it does seem kind of like it would go hand-in-hand. Hand. Like, hey, throw me, like, like 20 Dogecoin, you know, a fucking right. billboard up here for, like, a day or something. I don't know. Yeah. Man, it's going to be weird. I haven't dabbled at all. Have you – I don't even know where to go to get in there or whatever. I don't, I don't, what do you do? I don't know. One of our designers, uh, Ben Gillette, he just bought a new headset, VR headset. So I don't know. We'll have to ask him in time. But I think yeah. I think it's fascinating. I just think like nothing beats literally just going outside and actually connecting with with Mother Earth and everything. Yeah. So running like running through the woods, meditating. <clears throat> I don't experiencing I don't... a sunrise. You can't get that in a VR. It's not going to be the same. Like I saw this, the breeze. I saw a dude like kind of mimicking having sex with a blow-up doll while he was in the oh. VR thing and, and they were like it was like a meme. It was like this is your future, this is the future. And he's like Oh my god. Pumping into a blow-up doll wearing these big old, you know, the VR goggles. And I don't know what Oh my god. <laughs> Does that make it less weird? I, I don't. <laughs> I mean, that's. <clears throat> but what you know to but say, like what you were saying is like there's nothing like the real thing. Yeah. You know I mean? Yeah. So maybe I don't know. Weird stuff. Real I world. Think, uh, there's a lot of distractions. Um, like I love how much information we have, but I think so much. We just have to get more sophisticated on on not being as distracted because I touch my phone like 500 times a day. Yeah, my little precious, you know. Yeah. Where's my little precious? Oh shit! You saw my email? I got an email, dude. What's the weather? Spotify? <laughs> yeah. I just it's. Just... <laughs> we talk about. Well, like, and I'll go to text loop. someone, and then I have a text from someone else, and then I got to respond to the text I got, and then I forgot why I picked up the phone in the first place, and then I was like, oh yeah, I was supposed to text Stephen, and I but I got sidetracked with this other one, and then the tweets, and the I just I just switched over to Getter. Which we'll see. Twitter, Getter, Rhymes. Okay. Um, 
it's like it is like a right leaning kind of platform which most older people they like just the content uh, stuff that that's a that it's a lot like because all of the people like alex jones is going to be on there like and it's a lot of conspiracy things joe rogan dave smith a lot of people are getting on there but like the people that were banned from twitter everyone's going over there and then and i'm like i agree i typically kind of agree with those people that are being banned at least and because I listen to these long three-hour conversations, and it, if it makes sense, I I typically if it I mean like if it jives with what I'm, whatever. We just can't keep restricting free speech. I mean, yes, that's there the you go. Thing it's like, yeah, yeah, it's like not good to be an asshole. And yeah, disrespect sure. somebody else's like, you know, race or religion or yeah. whole their whole fucking existence. Like, yeah, even being a white, people. yeah. But it's like you just can't tell other people what to think. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's like they're going to be little shits, whether they're these supposed rules or not. It's like we we cannot restrict that. You know what I mean? You can police action, but we cannot police thought. I mean, and, uh, like if they do something. Right. So like I'm you're sorry. a fat stinker head. So, oh, that's what people are saying. Like if you say fat, like it's racist. Like that's the right. craziest shit like that i like that like makes that just is a slap to the a face of people who are trying to stop the whole racism thing to say mm-hmm. like that's the same it's like no no it's not no yeah they're taking it's like a slippery slope kind of effect and once you start banning any speech it starts downward spiraling and just i mean i mean i feel like if someone's going to get on here and say the n-word like and and be like this foul person and demonstrable type of character. Mm-hmm. I just, I mean, I guess they might find some followers, right? But most people are going to unfollow and not associate with that type of person and like let society cancel the people. Don't, I, mean, I don't need these overlords picking who and who can say what, you know what I mean? Right. It's like the natural thing, like you said, they will have people that resonate with it. But a lot of time you're going to turn people off and you're going to be labeled as an asshole. So yeah. it's like you have that conscious choice, but don't be like this guy needs to fucking die because he said, he said many words and sensitive stuff. It's like, that's crazy. Action is. Yeah. I think that's yes. where it, it, it like, that's where don't you draw the people, line, you know? Yeah. Don't yeah. hurt. If you people. touch me, you know, like, like here's my space. Stay. Like, don't touch me. Words and what sticks and stones may break my bones, but words mm-hmm. will never hurt me. Nobody, like, what happened to that phrase? It got, no, words do hurt. Oh, word, like, yeah, silence is violence. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. If I don't say something, I'm, I'm an asshole. Uh, what, are you wearing gloves? No, I keep, I don't know, every time I wear the bamboo hoodie, I like to get in, like, you know, this little zone here. It makes me feel comfortable and cozy you know just wrap them up just wrap them up boys but yeah this hoodie is the shit man if it gets cold you're gonna be insulated the shirt is the shit nice yep (laughs) we're gonna go smaller in the text next time i know some people it's very you know it's very blockish but has a good message guys meditate lift some weight and then fucking celebrate baby are you doing dry january 
What no, I'm doing nothing right now. It's been I, I've been on holiday mode for like a month. You're still drinking? I was doing I was doing weekends and Wednesdays, and then uh, like when Sean and Katie came, and then my mom was here, and it was Christmas and New Year's. Like we just kind of we need to get back into. I think we're gonna restart that uh, next Monday. Okay. Because uh, you're welcome to do 75 hard with me. I know it's a big challenge. I think I could probably maybe do it. No, that's a bit. Yeah, that's. I a know. Lot. <laughs> you can't even like the hour and a half of working out. Yeah, forty-five right? in, forty-five out. Gallon of water, ten pages nonfiction. Um, I'm doing the ten pages. Sure. I'm already doing about forty-five cheat minutes. Like, I don't cheat meals. Well, so what do you? That mean might be your weakness, you know, because you like you gotta Oreos. fuck up candy sometimes, you know. I you do. Little... I like. I like he just said like Andrew Spell says no junk. Like that's his classification. Which I like. Uh, you you don't have to be crazy. Like if you want to eat some like protein waffles with like some light maple syrup, that's cool too. But like, it's up to, it's up to you to be real with yourself and like classify what's going to be junk. You know. Um, junk. Yeah, I mean, and yeah, you, you you could like be honest with yourself. I when are you starting? On the seventeenth. David. Um. Let me get back to you. Can you pull up that video? I want to watch the jungle patio video here with Steven here in a minute. We're going we're gonna to do a the finale. Well, it's like a launch, if you will, like a launch party. Um, but it's already been, it's already come out. It's already got over 500 plays. It's a hit. It's got way more than that if you add Instagram. But um, you want to go ahead and give it, a, give it a listen here? Go ahead, Dave. <laughs> A lot of smoking. Part of a balance workout diet. That's the dog beach. I'm a cat guy because I got the long feet. And when I jump through the fence, you can track me, but you'll not get the tracking number. You're not even a cat guy. Because everything is solar when I'm casting. How long is this ice bath lasting? Last mountain trip coming up. Now I'm packing. Pack it up. Pack it up. <laughs> I love that part. Hungry for the booty, but I'm fasting. Doing yoga every day, so I am lasting. Throwing racks in the stocks. I'm back in Robin Hood, Guap, Jungle Patio, relaxing. I had to go through hell just to make it well. I had to sometimes flip a couple of bells. I did 33 minutes in the sauna with my team. We met at the Zen Sanctuary. I'm an, I'm an odd canary. Beats of strength, smoking, smoking on dank. Everyday affair. Yes, I'm aware. 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 Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <clears throat> Such a oh, fun yeah. video and great uh, production. Little gratuitous smoking of the herbal. <laughs> Little indulgence, <laughs> but, but that's rap. I mean, and it's. A, I mean, so it's you complicated. Sipping lean, though, baby. We're just smoking on yeah. that good dody. Exactly. We're keeping it clean. No green. coke. No right. and just some good old herbal. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I like what you, you talk- say about Kava. You say it's an herbal Xanax. 
Yes, exactly. <laughs> and that's like um, we have the cr uh, kratom, kratom, which is the herbal opioid. Try to keep it from the earth and, and not <clears throat> give these pharmaceutical companies any more money than they need mm -hmm. to get you addicted to their products. Because I've been there, done that, been addicted to pills, you know, opiates and, and Adderalls and and it's it's fucked it's something it does something to the body and the mind and it doesn't it's not good it makes you weak yeah it makes, it makes you, you weak it's insane and dependent and a little play-doh monster yeah like a scatterbrain like freakazoid spazoid i remember i like when i first got back to san antonio i was still on adderall and i would get i would take it in the morning and i would get all amped up and I'm like, we gotta do this we gotta do this and then i i mean it just was been like it's a bunch of like spinning your wheels basically and i mean like shout out to matt my brother matt you're in his room and and like him kind of helping me get like sometimes you do need like tough love and shit and like he was basically just not associating with with me when i was on it and so it i slowly kind of like okay let me take i took half a pill and then i would just like space it out space it out until i stopped i just stopped refilling the prescription and then it took a little while to get over it but ultimately um you know just those uppers man they they they're tempting because it makes you think you're gonna do be more productive you know and but yeah. it just kind of scatters you ultimately long term did you ever right. take it in high in high school or middle school uh, or anything? No, no, I was never prescribed it. My okay. brother got prescribed it. Um, I've taken it, yeah, half a dozen times in my life. And I remember right. it was during this fucking yard work project that I had, and I was helping out one of my parents' neighbors. And I thought, oh, you know what? Let's try it, you know? Yeah. And bro, I was doing the stupidest shit. <laughs> I'd be like with the fucking wheelbarrow of rocks. And I'd forget some shit all the fucking way over there. I'm like just in psycho grunt zombie mode. I'm like, yeah, let's go lift some more stuff. My brother's <laughs> over there like he's used to it. You know, he's functioning. He takes as he needs it. And he's like, bro, you fucking forgot the hammer or whatever the thing was. <laughs> and I just remember I'd be like, if I wasn't moving around, bro, I was like wigging out. And I did not like that feeling. So. I stopped it. Um, I'm a big time weed smoker. That's my thing. Um, yeah, I don't really sure. drink too much. I'm trying to cut back on that. Like I already yeah. said, 75 hard, two and a half months of new alcohol. So that's going to be. And you've already done it stuff. twice. Done it so, twice. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's like, I think I'll come closer with my girlfriend. You know, like we're working together as a team. So if one of us is getting lazy or unmotivated, we remind ourselves why we're doing it, you know? So. I think why, get, why why are we doing it to be better to be the best okay. yeah yeah because you want to yeah progress i like a little bit of progress every day you just feel a little bit you know better about yourself if you're like not making progress it's like you're moving backwards right something no right like i i think if you're stuck in a rut i mean things that i do i just try to break it down and just achieve one thing at a time whether it's like i sprayed the kitchen counters or the kitchen's looking a little sloppy let's go in there and give it a little shine and get the dishes done like just handle one area at a time like 
all right, I'm feeling better about my living conditions. It's cleaner. Now let's make my body cleaner. Let's drink a bunch of water. Mm -hmm. And it just builds on it. Oh, now I'm feeling a little better. Yeah, there you go. I'm feeling a little better. So let's go to the gym. And so since I was sick, I just knew I was like, okay, I'm not going to be lifting right now, but I can do cardio and I can go sit in the sauna. So I did 30 minutes on the bike, 30 minutes in the sauna. And I did, I did that for three days straight. Definitely helped. Um, I think I'll finally be ready to weightlift again tomorrow. So that'll be a good feeling to come back with all that rest. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, we, we do this stuff to be better. We want to see each other like a lotus. It's stereotypical, but in the yoga thing, you want to blossom into that lotus. There's a jewel within the lotus metaphor where it's like we're all, you know, we're these buds and we just have not bloomed into full potential, into full beauty, full uh, health, health, like full creative expression. Potential. Yeah, full potential. We want to see a well-gardened person. And I think one of the funniest things is that we get referred to um, as as humans as like these how, like these house plants with complicated emotions. It's like we're still having to water ourselves and, and treat ourselves and take off the dead, you know what I mean? And pack more soil, whatever metaphor you want to look at it, but like bring in fresh nutrients, bring in water, getting sunlight, getting warmth, you know what I mean? Like knowing when to retract from the light. Um and go into solitude. So there's all these things happening. You know what I mean? Like we're we're complex creatures, but at the same time, it's not too complicated. You know, it's like take care of yourself, um, ask for help when needed. That's a big one too. Like a lot of people in business are in there for competition, not creative. And that's part of what the book has said. It's like you're gonna go way farther if you're doing things out of creativity and not competition. Mm-hmm. I agree. I do like the. I mean, there's some. There's a, a, a space for competition. Um, like, but imagine every day though. You're like, <clears throat> no, gotta go check the competitors. Right. What they're up to, you know. Oh like no. Soon, no. So I gotta. I'm gonna change that. Like, I'm not saying it's bad, but yeah, if you're hooked into that, then. No, and, and yeah, every day you wake up, you don't want to be like, yeah, going to Twitter and be like, who fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Who can I roast today or, or check in your competitors? Yeah, you want to like, I want to get up and like, what can I do every on a daily basis? It's like to just better the position I'm in right now. And from that, it's like, so how, what do I need to create? Not like, what are they doing and how am I going to stop them how from doing it? How can I one up them? How am I going to do better? Yeah. How can I take, take their base and come over here? Yeah, Come on. Come there's here. plenty for there's enough room for both of us at least in the in the you know field we operate. And, yeah, this town is big enough for quite a few. Yeah, seven billion strong, yeah. right? And we've we have such a small fraction of the overall population. We're like nowhere near our peak or pinnacle. You know, we haven't even started. We just getting warmed up, baby. Yeah, we're just yeah, we're just we're just getting warmed up. Mm -hmm. I love it. Um, I feel like we could keep going, but uh, we can keep going. Is, we can wrap it like whatever. Is, we get we're over an hour, which is awesome because the other times we've probably were in like the forty so range. Yeah, I think we've tried to force them in the past, and we were both a little like lower energy or whatever. Because I know when you're on, 
this is what we get. And this was this has been like one of the best podcasts I've ever had, especially with you. And uh, very fun. Got to laugh. Get to talk about some serious shit. Talk about what we're doing, the team, the growth we're experiencing together. And like we'll be able to look back at this maybe in 10 years and cry. I want to cry hard. Cry. Yes. About my how far out. we've gone. Yeah. And uh, and then just keep going from there. And it's a never-ending progression with love, creating, making the world a better place. We're guided, we're guided by love. I mean, that's that's a given. I think that's what's taken us so far is we serve out of love. We're not trying to fuck people over. <clears throat> Bam. I, I, I can't. I can't even say anything else. <laughs> Let's well, hey clip guys, that. Um, check out my Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Music, all that good stuff. YouTube, Steven, Samadhi, Steven with a V, Samadhi, S-A-M-A-D-H-I, Instagram, A-D-H-I. Facebook, all that good stuff. And I will be doing another bodybuilding contest towards the end of this year. So even though it's far away, keep the journey. Let's go. Keep the journey. Follow his Instagram. Follow his YouTube. Um, I think YouTube's where it's at, and hopefully they stop getting crazy. But like, we're trying to build our presence on YouTube. It's just the beginning of that as well. So follow him, follow us, and you know, make your own page, and we'll follow you. Let's do this. Let's have some growth. Keep it going. All right. Thank you for joining us. This has been an epic Robert Patton Global podcast. We'll see you next time. Peace.